I'm Dr. Chris Meyer. This is the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. Every week, I'm going to add to your knowledge base about human interaction. We'll look at motivation, we'll look at emotion, and we'll look at decision-making, all within the context of negotiations. This is going to improve your life both organizationally and outside of the organization. Let's go. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. What a strange world we're living in right now. I hope everyone out there is safe. I hope everyone is taking good care of themselves and that all of your people are safe. Um, I know that this is uh, a different kind of time and uh, I wanna be aware of that. I want us to understand that and to take a little consideration, just take a minute to consider what's going on. And um, in this uh, episode of the podcast, I'm gonna focus on something that I think is an interesting topic in the world that we live in, something that I think will uh, resonate with a lot of you, something that you'll see in the news. Uh, It's it's being talked about right now, and it's an important topic to consider. It uh, may lean a little political here. I'm not going to... uh, It won't be obvious as to which side I fall down on uh, this particular topic, um, it, it, it's it's going to be something that I, w- I want you to think about. It's going to open a lot of critical thought. So we're going to talk about moral dilemmas. And what a moral dilemma means is we're going to have to make a choice between two outcomes or, or two paths, and either of which could be a good path. Um, but by choosing one path, we are choosing against the other path. The way we see a moral dilemma right now in the news is a perceived choice between going back to business as usual with very few restrictions on where people can go, what people can do, um, what businesses are essential, and the choice of continuing lockdown procedures where individuals, families are kept in uh, semi-quarantine, social distance is maximized or physical distance is maximized, and uh, people are kept out of the public. Each of these two choices has some very positive benefits, and each of these two choices has some very negative outcomes that go with it as well. So what we want to do when we're faced with something like this is have a set of values, a set of morals that we can call on so that we can make this decision. So that when we're faced with this moral dilemma, we don't have to make it up on the spot. And I'm going to take this and I'm going to relate it to negotiation practices and to ways that, um, ways that we interact so that we can see that this is an ongoing issue. This is not something that is new to uh, decision makers. This is not something that is new to the world that we live in. But rather, this is something that happens pretty consistently 
we see this quite a bit in our day-to-day lives. Let me give you a couple of stories here that may help you relate this to more organizational setting. Um, Because I know that it's a very personal uh, problem right now that people are having. Um, Whether you are on the side of wanting to stay um, in a shelter-in-place type atmosphere where you're you're safe from uh, the virus, or whether you want to um, get back to business as usual and be out uh, and, and doing business and, and moving the economy, regardless of which side you fall on that, this, this can be a really personal issue. So let me relate this to an organizational setting. One of the companies that I worked for, uh, we opened an office and it was a sales office, and I was the manager of the office. And it was a struggling office. Uh, the organization was not well known. Um, and we were trying to build some sales. We were trying to build some momentum. And I was hiring salespeople and bringing salespeople in to try and get that momentum going. And one of the salespeople that I hired had a lot of promise. Um, she was actually uh, very highly sought after. We were lucky to get her. We were glad that we had hired her. And we hired her. She worked for a month in my office and then went to the home office for some training. While she was at the home office for some training, she called me and she told me that her significant other had received a job offer on the other side of the country and she would be moving, and she wanted to know what the best course of action was. Now, she was a couple of days into a two-week training, an expensive two-week training, and I had to make a decision about should she be kept on and should we put the money into training, should we put the money into... um, developing her as a salesperson, knowing that within a month or two months at the longest, she would be moving. So should we continue to pay her? Should we continue to develop her as a salesperson? Or should we cut her loose? Not a decision that I was very comfortable making um, in that position because that's a very difficult decision. The decision right there is, people or profit. Uh, And in a a branch of this organization that was trying to grow, struggling to grow, um, having some difficulty in that growth, cutting costs was very, very desirable. And this was a cost that had to be weighed. So what should I do there? The, The choice, again, is people, or profit. I can help her develop and help her move on, help her become better, even more desirable for the next organization that will take her on, or I can cut my costs. This is a moral dilemma. This is a negotiation that's not going to be easy, and I'm doing the negotiation over the phone while she's at our headquarters, 
and I'm back in my branch office. And now I've got to figure out what's the best course of action. How do I balance people and profit? Let me give you another organizational example. Another organization that I was with, small company, startup company, um, we were building from the ground up some technology that had been licensed from a university and taking that technology and using it, leveraging it into a software product and selling it uh, on the open market. In this instance, there was a new CEO and the new CEO was very concerned with the productivity that everybody was bringing into the organization. We had never had a services branch. And so one of the founders of the company took over building a services branch. And in the sales meeting, we had to go around the table and talk about how we were doing towards our quota. And when it came to the founder of the company, he did not have a very good month. He did not have a very good... And in fact, we were a month into the quarter and he was way behind his quota. And typically what happened was if you were way behind the quota, you were reprimanded by the CEO, you were put on a program by the CEO, um, it may cost you some dollars. And in this instance, the CEO had to make a decision about whether or not he was going to sanction one of the founders of the organization or give some grace, give some opportunity to build this fledgling part of the business. It was a very public moral dilemma. Now, I'm not going to tell you what the right answers are for each of these situations. Um, in one situation, I had to call my supervisor, I had to call my area manager, and ask him what I should do about this new sales rep that was already planning on moving on. His recommendation to me was to cut her loose. HR's recommendation and the recommendation of the people who actually needed to make the decision was that we should give her the time, give her the development, and if she decides to move on, she'll move on. It was a difficult decision. Um, and we let her continue. In the second example, I was sitting at the table when the CEO looked at the founder of the company and fired him and said, it's time for you to move on. If you can't build this services business and you're one of the developers of the code and this is so close to everything that you've built, everything that was important to you in this process of building this small software company, if you can't build this services business in the first quarter, you never will. And so he fired him on the spot. Each of those is a decision that is a difficult decision in the face of a moral dilemma. So how do you make those decisions? How do you take this information that you have? And it's limited information. In, in both instances, we have limited information. So how do you take this limited information and make a decision 
in the face of a moral dilemma. I can give you some ideas, but I'm going to break it down for you. What it comes down to is consistency. Consistency with your morals, consistency with your values. We have to make these decisions with integrity. So that means I need to go into my negotiation with an understanding of my morals and values. I need to go into the negotiation and know what I'm going to value most in this situation. In the first situation where I've got a sales rep that has told me she will likely move on in two months, I have to think about what is most important to me, how will this impact my reputation, my business, my bottom line. All of those things come into play. I'm not saying this is an easy decision and that you should just give this opportunity to this person. What I'm saying is we need to weigh this and we need to really look at what's most important. My area manager was, he was compensated based on the profitability of the five branches that he was in charge of. Well, if he's got a branch that's leaking money because we're paying to train somebody who's never going to bring sales in, that's a negative for him. He went into this decision and told me to fire her, told me to get rid of her because that was the right thing for him. That was based on his compensation, based on his organizational outcomes. The right thing for him was to get rid of her. Now, the right thing for HR is to protect the reputation of the organization, to protect what's going on from a legal standpoint, to all these other issues, all these other ideas that were important to them, that were important to the overall organization. The best way to do this would have been for everybody involved, the sales rep, me as the branch manager, the area manager, human resources, maybe vice president of sales, for everyone to sit in a room, talk it out, and really have an understanding of how is this going to impact the area manager's compensation? How is this going to impact my compensation? I'll tell you how it impacted my compensation. It was a negative for my compensation. It was a negative for my manager's compensation. But it was an overall positive for the organization. So we could have sat down and worked through that, had a better understanding, and come up with something that worked for everyone involved. That's what we need to think about when we're in this situation of a moral dilemma. When we're having to choose between an outcome and people, or between two outcomes that seem at odds. The moral dilemma faced by many in our country right now, or faced by the administration of our country right now, um, the administration of the United States, um, as this podcast is actually listened to in other countries in the United States, um, the administration of the United States is facing this moral dilemma of how do we balance economic loss with loss of life. And 
it may sound easy for, for me, it is, um, you know, a, a really interesting thing to think about because I'm not in that position. I don't have to make those decisions so I can think about it. I can be, um, curious about it, but there are people that have to make that decision and it's not an easy decision to make because they're inextricably linked and they're separate outcomes. So we have to look at this and understand that maybe it's not this binary decision that we're thinking about. Let me relate it back to my first organizational example. There were two outcomes that I said, fire the new sales rep or keep the new sales rep. But those aren't necessarily the only outcomes that were available. They were the only outcomes that we focused on. It's the same in this situation. We're focusing on two outcomes. Stay in our quarantined or um, shelter-in-place situation or be released for business as usual. Maybe we need to get deeper. Maybe we need to look at some more possibilities. Maybe we need to approach this with some clear eyes, some different ideas. Because when faced with these moral dilemmas, we've got to go into it with our values, we've got to go into it with our morals, and we've got to be willing to approach it in different ways, to look at it in different ways so that we can see things differently and we can come up with creative outcomes. The way that we get through a moral dilemma, whether it's organizationally, whether it's in our families, whether it's in our national um, administration, the decisions that we make at a national or a state level, the way we get through moral dilemmas is by applying those values and morals to creative thinking. Thanks for listening to the Negotiation Innovation Podcast. I would appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so that I can reach a wider audience. You can find more information about these ideas on my website at meyernegotiation.com. Thanks. See you next time.